ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Hollywood's representation of women on screen is at a 10-year low and it's falling far behind the world's biggest streaming platforms. Those are the findings from a new women in film study from the University of Southern California. Luke Sidham Dunnan has spoken to the people behind the study and Luke, how surprising are the findings? I did a bit of a double take, PK, when I saw the title of this research, that 2023 was a historic low for women across top films. I guess that was mainly because of this $1 billion blockbuster. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. It seems the rest of the industry kind of tricked itself into thinking that because of Barbie, there'd been major progress last year. This was a huge year for women. <laughs> women were victorious in all venues. Barbie at the box office, Taylor Swift and Beyonce on their tours, Gwyneth Paltrow at that ski trial. <laughs> This year proved that when given the opportunity, women show up for each other and dominate the culture. You could almost say it was the year of women. It's comedian Chelsea Handler at the Critics' Choice Awards. The University of Southern California's Dr Kate Pieper and Dr Stacey Smith co-authored research showing while last year might have been the year of Barbie, it was far from the year of women. If you'd watched the top 100 grossing films from 2023, you would have seen the same number of women and girls as the films made in 2014. There is a complete reversal when it comes to focusing on diversity, equity and inclusion when it comes to girls and women on screen. This is true for all girls and women. Only 30% of all roles, uh, leading roles across 100 films. So often people like to hang progress on just one film. And, you know, one of Australia's greatest cultural exports, Margot Robbie, right, is responsible for one of those films this year, Barbie. But that's not enough. And it's not just gender diversity where studios are falling short, Luke. Not at all. Ethnic diversity has been a real issue for Hollywood for a long time. Some studies, there's one from UCLA, show that that kind of diversity actually improved in the years since 2019 and 2020. Some say it's in part a reaction to the police killing of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement, also the Stop Asian Hate movement. But researchers say the latest figures seem to show those improvements were reactionary. Dr Stacey Smith says last year represented a backward step for ethnic as well as age diversity in casting. When you look at leading and co-leading films... Only three roles are given to women last year in that age bracket. But across the top 100 films, there just so happens to be 32 that features a man 45 uh, years of age or older. So 37 of the top 100 films featured an underrepresented racial or ethnic group leading or co-leading the story. Now, that's almost proportional representation in the U.S., but what's really fascinating about this number is These aren't films that the studios are greenlighting and exhibiting. That number is high really because of independent distributors outside of the studio system and international films coming into the U.S. marketplace. So all of the promises made post George Floyd's murder or stop Asian hate in the U.S., Those were performative statements made by these companies. We're seeing very little traction. It's not happening like they promised with these big companies. 
So obviously not everyone, Luke, is still going to the cinema. Many of us are watching things on streaming platforms. How do they fare in terms of who they are putting on the screen? So, I mean, regardless of whether you watch iView or Disney or, you know, Binge or whatever you're watching, you, you probably notice that the streaming platforms, they look a lot better. There is more diversity in who they're putting on their shows. So while theatrical releases are taking a backward step, streaming platforms are steaming ahead. Dr. Stacey Smith from the University of Southern California says the world's biggest streaming service, Netflix, is actually leading the pack. I have to tell you, it's best in class. It beats all its peers, whether it's episodic content, so traditional television-type content, or it's film. They are more than 50% girls and women in their leading and co-leading roles and stories. They are over-proportional representation when it comes to race, ethnicity, in their stories on television content, or film. And it's not just who's on screen, but it's also who's behind the camera. Dr Smith spoke to me about the relationship between the two. She said if you have more people directing, more women directors, you end up with more women on screen. And she said particularly the streaming sites are providing platforms for female directors, directors that are often overlooked by the big studios. Recent reporting from UCLA suggests the percentage of women directors on streaming sites has actually tripled over the last decade. Dr Stacey Smith says those creators, which are often LGBTQIA plus women of women and women of colour, are actually critically outperforming their peers. If you look at the data and you look at the, the Metacritic scores or Rotten Tomato scores of directors. The people that are punching at the highest level, they're not white men, they're not underrepresented men, they're not white women. It's actually underrepresented women directors have the highest average and media median Metacritic scores or, or Rotten Tomato scores, meaning that they're connecting with audiences the most, but they work the least. So this isn't truly a, a merit-based system. Dr. Stacey Smith, University of Southern California researcher, speaking there with RM Breakfast Luke Sidham Dundon. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.